Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. When you talk big, you had better come up big. Case in point, Jets head coach Robert Sala. After his gang green lost to the Bills in Buffalo a week ago, Sala said, we'll see them again, meaning in the playoffs. But right now, Sala and his Jets are on the outside of the playoffs looking in. So like I said, listen up because you're really going to want to get a load of this. You know, there's that old saying that former head coach, two-time Super Bowl winning head coach, Tom Coughlin used to say when he was with uh, the Giants, talk is cheap, play the game. And, you know, Robert Sal has been doing a lot of talking, a lot of talking about, you know, his team, how good they are, Media's jumped on a bandwagon. Fans jumped on a bandwagon. And don't get me wrong. You want to show confidence in your team. And there's a lot of positives about your New York football Jets. Okay? However, and there is a however, while everybody has been euphoric, it seemed, about talking about the playoffs and moving forward and this and that, but a beep, but a bop, but a boop. The Jets started out at five and two. They have since gone two and five. Their record is seven and seven. They have lost three in a row and four of their last five. So, like I said to open the show, when you talk big, you had better come up big. Now, unless you've been sleeping or living under a rock the past few weeks, you know all what happened with the Jets quarterback situation. I don't have to like go chapter and verse, plain and simple. Uh, Zach Wilson, the their first their number one pick a year ago and their the the second overall pick in the draft, period, basically was treated as if he was uh, being run out of town. After a bad game against the Patriots, and some dumb remark following in the post game, saying that he didn't feel he let his team down. He was not just taken out of the starting position for the next three games. He was taken away. His jersey was taken away. He was inactive for the last three games heading into yesterday's game. Yesterday's loss to the Lions, in which he did start. And the reason he did start was because the new wonder boy, Mike White, who's been treated as if he's the second coming of Joe Namath. And, and, and listen, I like Mike. You've heard me say it before. But because of the shellacking and get, getting beaten up by the Bills, 
his ribs were shot. They couldn't chance him playing, so Zach Wilson played. And Zach Wilson didn't play bad. I mean, I mean, I'm not putting him in Canton in the Hall of Fame. Threw a couple of touchdown passes. And he also gave his team the lead with, like, I think it was four minutes and uh, 41 seconds to go. Gave his team the lead. But a funny thing happened on the way to a gangrene victory at MetLife Stadium. A funny thing happened. The vaunted defense. Yeah, that vaunted defense of the Jets couldn't get the job done. They couldn't close the door. And what happened? Well, you know what happened. The Lions scored with like, what was it, a buck 50 left? And the Jets lost the game 20 to 17. 20 to 17. And and how did they lose it? It wasn't just, listen, somebody can come down and score. They scored, the Lions did, on a 51-yard touchdown pass and run to a tight end. Jared Goff to Brock Wright. A 51-yard scoring play in crunch time. With the Jets leading 17-13, a 51-yard scoring play. What happened to your vaunted defense? And don't get me wrong. It is a very, very good defense. One of the best in the league. But let's not make them like the Bears of the Midway, the 1985 Chicago Bears. Super Bowl champion Chicago Bears. And that's what seems to have happened. And, you know, like I'm I'm watching and looking and reading in the last, again, they've lost four of the last five games. Four out of their last five games. And the one game that they won when Mike White was given his first start, it was against, and you heard me say this, it was against, it was against the um, Chicago Bears who were playing without their starting quarterback, without like three or four guys on defense. I mean, you or me could have completed touchdown passes against that team. And since then, what has happened? Since then, they lost to the Vikings. They lost to the Bills. And now they lost to the Lions. And again, what happened yesterday? They allowed a big punt return to start the scoring. I didn't hear anybody even in the postgame making a big deal about that to Salah, asking questions. Just like, and I've said this to you people before, just like in that game that they lost to the Patriots when he was ostracized after that Zach Wilson was, um, how did they end up losing the game? Yeah, Wilson was lousy that game. He was like 9 for tw- for 22 or something for 77 yards. It was awful. 
But with the score tied 3-3, what happened? You remember what happened in that game? Braden Mann, the punter, outkicked his coverage. And Marcus Jones of the Patriots ran it back 84 yards with five seconds to go for a 10-3 Patriots victory. Yeah. And that wasn't even the story after the game. The story after the game was Zach Wilson uh, playing lousy. And when Zach Wilson was asked, do you feel you let your defense down? He said no, and he was killed by everybody after that. And I, I've again, I've said it ad nauseum already. He, it was a stupid remark. But they buried the guy, and now he's supposed to come back. And now the question is, what are they going to do Thursday night when the Jaguars, the much improved Jaguars, come in? Who at at six and eight are just one game behind the Jets and Patriots at seven and seven. And right now the Jets and Patriots are on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. Basically those two teams, basically the Jets to have a chance, they got to win out. And I don't personally don't think that's going to happen. But they put themselves in this predicament by losing four out of their last five. But all I was hearing and seeing and reading in the back page, bring on the Lions. Bring on the Lions. Well, the Lions came and the Lions left town by swallowing their prey, by walking away with a victory. Okay? A 20 to 17 victory. The reason I talk about this, because I, I said it last week, I'll say it again, this whole thing has seemed to be fishy to me, this whole quarterback situation with, with, the, the, um, with the Jets, I, I, in my soul, and, and I got, folks, I got nothing against Mike White, and I have nothing against Robert Sala, but I've never seen a coach skate. Like, I don't, he hasn't gotten any criticism. You know, he was asked after the game yesterday, he was asked who's going to be a quarterback. I, I can't talk about it. I don't have a medical report right now. Let me tell you something. The game is Thursday. The game is Thursday. Zach Wilson was your first pick overall. Your first pick overall. And the, the, the he was your first pick in a draft. And the number one pick, and the second pick overall, all right? He wasn't the reason you guys lost, Coach Salah. He was not the reason. Again, I'm not putting him in Canton, and again, he threw a bad interception. There were mistakes made, but he still gave your team the lead. With 4.41 to go. But with a buck 49 to go, that lead was lost when your terrific defense gave up a 51 yard scoring play on a pass and run to a tight end. A pass that probably went 10 yards and another 41 yards running. It's like he was running by himself. And it, to me, it's going to be real interesting to see 
read and hear and watch what people say about this upcoming game, about how Salah is doing. You know, I'm not the one that said, we're going to meet the Bills. We'll meet them again. Where are you meeting them? At Niagara Falls? You know, it's not that far from Buffalo. Maybe you can go on uh, the Maiden of Mist. Take a boat ride together through the falls. I mean, really? You know, I keep hearing, you know, so much has been made out of the quarterback. And the quarterback is the key position. I get that. But you had another punt return on your special teams today to open it, the scoring. And then your defense failed to come up to protect the lead. And 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 listen, leads can go. But it was how, I. it wasn't so much that they gave up the lead, but it was how they did it on a 51-yard scoring play from a tight end. And he, he caught the ball and like was running by his lonesome. That should be your storyline. Not just the quarterback situation, who's going to play this and who's going to play that. That should be the situation. That should be the discussion. And again, folks, you know, I, I've just seen so many times where people have agendas. And that's what, that's what kind of gets under my skin about this Jets situation. I think there's an agenda going on. I felt that there was an agenda going on. There's one thing, you know, if an organization has an agenda, they don't want this guy to be the quarterback, which I personally believe that to be the situation. I believe this whole mess has been a setup for Mike White to take over. I believe the Jets came up with the idea that he's not our guy. And I know when he was benching him or, or removing him from from being a starting quarterback, Sal would say, well, now I know the narrative's going to be that uh, he's done here, but that's not the case at all. That's not even close. The intent is is to have him back playing this season. Well, the intent became reality only because Mike White got hurt. Otherwise, Wilson wouldn't be playing. So now he's got to get asked that question, and he's got to come up with the proper answer. But that whole quarterback situation has covered up some faux pas. I I mentioned to you, you know, that whole mess in the game that he was killed for. They gave up a 84-yard punt return with five seconds to go, and nobody made a big deal about it. Nobody made a big deal about it. There's your storyline. That's how they subsequently lost the game. I remember, you know, some years back when Coughlin was the coach of the Giants and his punter Matt Dodge, you know, against the Eagles. You know, punted to, uh, what was it, Deshaun Jackson, who ran it back for a touchdown. I mean, all that discussion was, was the punt. And the punt return. I've hardly heard a thing about it. 
And that's why I say I don't just think it's the coach or the organization. I mean, I think the media, a lot of people in the media have, I think they're covering Joe Douglas's ass and they're covering Robert Sala's ass. Because I don't see anybody writing or t- saying or talking on the air about, hey, hey, we got to get Joe Douglas on. We got to, I got to interview Joe, Joe Douglas. I got to talk to Joe Douglas. I got to ask him if he really, is he ready to admit that he made a mistake in drafting a guy who was penciled in to be your quarterback of the future, the franchise quarterback. It's a reasonable question when you not only take him out of the starting position, but you don't allow him to dress for the next three games. And then when you dress him, you dress him simply because the guy that you want to be a quarterback got hurt. So to me, it's just something very, very strange. Okay? I think, um, like I say, uh, I wish the Jets well. But they just lost four out of the last five. Their record is now seven and seven. Okay? They're in the dumps. And the Jags come into town Thursday. The Red Hot Jags, who just, after being down 17, beat the Dallas Cowboys. Then the Jets travel to Seattle, which Seattle is one of the worst places. It's a long trip, and it's a very tough place. When you hear about the 12th man, meaning their fans, they got them in Seattle. Tough place to play. And then they finish up against another AFC East rival, the Miami Dolphins. Ain't nothing easy. Ain't nothing easy coming up in the next three games for your New York Jets. So my advice to Robert Sala and his gangrene of men, talk is cheap, my friends. Play the game. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do so on Facebook. And you can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank the people here at my home, Believe.com, because I tell you all the time, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, want to thank uh, you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. Once again, I want to remind all you nice people, if you haven't done so already, please download the Yes app so you can watch me wherever you want to watch me, on your TV, on your uh computer on your phone just download the yes app tell your friends and family to do the same because i want as many eyes as possible to hear and see what i have to say because it's a video podcast that comes out each and every tuesday on the yes app but until then it is i russ salzberg saying to each and every one of you bye bye so long and farewell to all of you celebrating Hanukkah, a very happy and healthy Hanukkah and holiday, and with um, Christmas coming up, to all of you a very Merry Christmas. Talk to you next time.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.